From Research by Potomac and the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Who Charted. Welcome to Who Charted. My name is Manish Kata. With me, as always, I have Dan Russo. This market is putting me to sleep. Dan, what do you got this week? Uh, so this week, we'll start it off with uh, commodities. Uh, commodities steady uptrend since last September. The reflation trade was all the rage, and the Bloomberg Commodity Index um, has been moving steadily higher. But what's interesting to me is we have a potential false breakout in play uh, here more recently with the index breaking to new highs. Now, it's been holding above the 50-day moving average, very similar to what we've seen for the S&P 500. Uh, however, we've now come back into the trading range that's been in place since the April-May timeframe. And the reason I find this interesting is because the uh, non-farm payrolls report out on Friday uh, was a big beat, and that should point to kind of better economic numbers going forward, better growth prospects going forward, which in theory should be bullish for commodities. However, the commodity index here has languished, uh, like I said, a false breakout potentially in play. Uh, what I think we need to be paying attention to is this 50-day moving average, because if that gives way, that starts to bring the momentum divergence at the bottom of the chart in play, where the 14-day RSI has made lower highs. Russell 2000 small caps. Uh, now, earlier in the year, there was a lot of statistics flying around about how far above the 200-day moving average uh, the small caps were. Uh, historically, that actually has been a pretty good sign of further gains. Uh, but the argument is being made that it's stretched. And since then, it's been really just going sideways, right? Just seven months of nothing. Like, I, And I know old TA folks will tell you that you have to have small caps confirm market highs in order to be bullish about future gains. The stats don't actually support that. You do not need small caps to confirm and rally with the broader market. What you do need them to do is not fall apart. So it's okay that small caps have been kind of languishing, going sideways, while large caps and the overall market has been making new highs. That's really not a bad thing. Something to watch is the breakdown. It's approaching 200-day, which you know is not a buy or sell signal, but it's it's obviously a trend, and we want to make sure you know what happens going forward. Will this break down lower, or will it continue to go sideways? I think in a similar vein. Um you want to pay attention to what semiconductors and semiconductor equipment are doing as well. Um, I talk about this one a lot. I write about this one a lot. I have for a long time. It kind of falls under the quote unquote new Dow theory uh, ideas out there. Uh, but you know, similar to the small caps, semiconductors have really been doing nothing uh, for the first seven months of the year as well. Again, not a sell signal, similar to the small caps. But ideally, you'd like to see this consolidation resolve itself to the upside because generally speaking, there is a positive correlation between the relative performance of semiconductors against the S&P 500 and the S&P 500 itself. And if you think about it, it makes sense just given the way that our economy has shifted and a lot of the global economy has shifted, right? A lot more technology becomes a lot more important in all of our lives. So um, while it doesn't necessarily have to break out here, we'd love to see an upside resolution. Uh, to this months-long consolidation to coincide with the highs that we're seeing for the S&P 500. I think that would give a bullish uh, tailwind. NASDAQ 100. I am always on record by saying just buy what works. Don't worry about the rest. Don't get caught up in your own data. Don't get caught up in your own feelings and emotions. Just buy what works. This has been going sideways for months. Amazon, Facebook, Google, etc., they all have been going sideways and consolidating. It's no longer the case. They've clearly broken out of this range and are heading higher, making new highs on a daily basis. 
who cares what's going on underneath the surface? Who cares what's declining, what's advancing on the NASDAQ? Buy strength, and right now, this is where the strength is. So this is where your chip should be going. And technology. The last time we did this show, we talked about small cap technology and how it was essentially going nowhere and it was choppy. Uh, quite a different picture if you look at the absolute trend for the S&P 500 tech sector index. Steady uptrend above a steadily rising 50-day moving average, actually trading uh, very close to all-time highs. So the much different trend here in large cap tech uh, relative to what we've seen in small cap tech, which kind of lines up with what we're seeing in the market. Much better trend in large caps than small caps generally. Uh, however, with the queues, as Manisha's chart uh, previously was pointing to uh, to new highs, we would expect to see tech start to uh, really outperform. Uh, what I think is um, we could be ready to attack the September highs if we get above the relative highs uh, that we saw earlier this year, kind of late last year, earlier this year. Now, the 50-day moving average has turned higher for the relative ratio. To me, that increases the odds that we're going to see a breakout uh, within technology to kind of go along with the queues, which obviously have a large exposure to technology and large cap technology in particular. So we'll watch that one going forward. Beep. All right. Uh, advanced decline. Look, I talk about breath all the time. What's really pissing me off is when I follow these researchers on Twitter and LinkedIn who scream about market breath deteriorating. There's no, obviously, they don't manage money, so they do nothing about it. They just draw the charts. Now, yes, breath is deteriorating, but who gives a shit? You know, at some point, you have to be able to measure how much of a divergence is enough to be concerned. There's always going to be stocks that are declining larger than the overall market. That's just how math works. As long as the market is continuing to advance, you have to put a line in the sand about what you consider divergence and what you don't. Right now, NYSE advanced decline on is 5% from all-time highs. It, that can be made up in, in a matter of days or weeks, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, you got to wait for price to confirm. you got to wait for divergences to grow large enough to, to be concerned. What that number is, it depends on what you're tracking. But right now, breath is not a concern in my opinion, and it, it, it's not going to be unless this divergence gets much larger. All right, that's six charts in about an average of six minutes, if you take the two of us uh, combined and take an average. Uh, always a great show. I thank you everybody for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to hit that like button and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.